from Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is your News 8 Daily 8 for Wednesday, July 20th. High heat and humidity, temps in the 90s locally. The heat index will rise into the triple digits, feeling like 100 plus this afternoon. Some isolated showers and storms will develop southeast of Indianapolis. There's even the chance for isolated strong to severe storms during the afternoon and evening hours with damaging winds and hail being the main threats. And people all across Europe, all across the United States and the UK are trying to stay cool. It's not just us in central Indiana. This comes as a massive heat wave raised temps yesterday across the pond. London's Heathrow Airport reported a high of 104 degrees Fahrenheit UK weather reports say the heat isn't going anywhere either, while France and Spain are fighting wildfires that have quickly spread. Here in the States, more than 100 million Americans are under heat alerts, with the worst being seen in the lower plains, Mississippi and Texas. Here at home, there is a heat advisory in place for the southern portion of Indiana. It's in effect from 1 this afternoon until 8 tonight. The Greenwood police chief now says the gunman fired 24 times within 15 seconds before an armed citizen, Eli Dickin, killed him inside the Greenwood Park Mall. Chief Jim Eisen initially said Tuesday that Jonathan Sapirman was shot within two minutes. He blamed the error on misreading notes. The Johnson County coroner says autopsy results showed Dickin fired 10 shots at Sapirman and hit him eight times. That same autopsy report shows all three victims killed were shot multiple times. Now one family is pleading for the community's support as they grieve. The family of Pedro and Rosa Pineda say the couple came to the United States together from El Salvador. They describe Pedro as easygoing, humble, and friendly, and said Rosa quickly became family. They say Pedro had eight children and they need help covering his funeral costs. The family says there will be a food fundraiser this Saturday. We've put that information on wishtv.com. Just click on this story to find more. And today, a first look at the kinds of bills state Republican lawmakers will introduce at the upcoming special session. Senate Republicans say they'll share a full schedule this afternoon. The special session was originally set to begin July 6th. Governor Holcomb made a deal with Republicans to push it back to the 25th to give them more time following the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Leaders have said that they'll consider tougher anti-abortion laws, plus discuss the governor's tax refund plan. Today's announcement is set for 3 o'clock. A new abortion law is going into effect into Indiana aimed at prohibiting the service based on gender, race, or disability. Former Governor Mike Pence originally signed the legislation into law in 2016, but a federal judge blocked it. The same judge lifted that order Monday. The law bans abortions in the case of genetic abnormalities like Down syndrome. The law allows for doctors who perform the service in these cases to be sued for wrongful death as well. And the House is passing a new bill to protect same-sex marriage, fearing it will be next after the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Forty-seven Republicans joined House Democrats yesterday to pass the bill. It comes after Justice Clarence Thomas said that the high court should apply new scrutiny on contraception and same-sex marriage. The Respect for Marriage Act would also provide federal protections for interracial marriages. Right now, it's not clear if the bill can pass the Senate. Democrats would need at least 10 Republicans to overcome the 60-vote filibuster threshold in March, Senator Mike Braun was asked if he would be okay with interracial marriage being left up to the states. He said the states should decide if interracial couples could get married. Later, he said he misunderstood the question and condemned racism in any form. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. 
Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Two men are now in custody, accused of murdering a 16-year-old in a botched gun sale. IMPD arrested Jaden Jennings Monday and Keith Miller yesterday. Police say the pair killed Michael Duerson in April. Officers found Duerson shot on 30th Street near Arlington Woods School. He later died at the hospital. Police think there was some kind of gun sale, which was then used in a fight, resulting in Duerson being shot. Jennings and Miller are preliminarily charged with murder. Greenfield police say they've detained a 14-year-old for his role in making social media threats to Greenfield Central Elementary School. Authorities began investigating two teens on Monday. It comes after the FBI sent a tip of threats being made against the school. The Hancock County Prosecutor's Office says it'll decide what charges will be filed. No information has been released on what the threat was. A Law and Order crew member is dead after being shot on set, and the suspect is still at large. New York police say someone shot Johnny Pizarro as he reserved parking spots for a shoot yesterday morning. Police say Pizarro was sitting in his car when the suspect opened the car door and fired. Now detectives are gathering surveillance video from nearby homes. They say the suspect was wearing all black. The show's production team issued a statement following the shooting. It reads, we were terribly saddened and shocked to hear that one of our crew members was the victim of a crime early this morning and has died as a result. We are working with local law enforcement as they continue to investigate. A fire breaks out after a transformer explodes at the Hoover Dam. The Bureau of Reclamation says it happened around 10 yesterday morning. Tourists above described hearing a loud boom and then seeing black smoke. The Bureau confirms the fire was out in about 30 minutes. On-site staff were able to get it under control. No one was injured, and the fire didn't impact the power grid. And people over 18 across the U.S. will now have a fourth option for COVID-19 vaccines. The CDC gave Novavax's vaccine emergency use authorization yesterday. Novavax says it works more like a traditional protein-based vaccine that we've seen before, which means the vaccine will have copies of the spike protein to resemble the actual virus. The vaccine maker confirms it is still a two-shot series, with the second shot happening three weeks after the first. The U.S. government has already purchased more than three million doses. Health officials say shots will be available in the next few weeks. And the National Archives is now requesting missing text messages from the Secret Service. They were sent the day before and the day of the Capitol insurrection and are the same ones that the House Select Committee investigating the insurrection is asking for. The Archives Chief Record Keeper for the United States requested them by letter yesterday. Lawrence Brewer says if any of the messages were deleted, the Secret Service must detail what records were affected. Back-to-back -back home runs in the fourth inning are the deciding plays of the MLB All-Star Game. The National League took a quick 2-0 lead in the first, but a Yankees two-run homer from Giancarlo Stanton tied it up. 
Minnesota Twins outfitter Byron Buxton immediately followed with a home run himself, giving the American League its ninth straight win over the National League. Stanton went home with the MVP award for his homer. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for Wish TV. I'm Kylie Conway, online at wishtv.com, and follow us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. This is the News 8 Daily 8 podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update on demand. For even more, on demand and on the go, connect with Wish TV on Facebook at wishtv.com and on the free Wish TV mobile app. Thank you for listening, and be sure to like, subscribe, and follow this podcast for updates every weekday morning on the All Indiana Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts.